So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. Excited to be back for another edition to connect and to uh, share with you what appears to be some developing news. Take of it what you may. I mean, it's one of them things where knowing that a lot of the uh, news is given to us that uh, is designed to shine more negative light on Celsius. It, it is a part of a much greater agenda. And so I got my thoughts I want to share on that, as well as share with you an article that came out about two hours ago on top of some information that was passed to me earlier by uh, Mr. David Morgan. And uh, so I thought I would just put it all out there, let you chew on it, do with it what you may, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. But let me close a couple. Got too many windows open here. So anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, last minute scrambling <laughs> due to schedule situations, but wanted to at least try to connect for a short minute share what's happening in the news, and then open up the phone lines to hear from you guys directly. So uh, if you uh, are here, uh, hit that thumbs up button show me for me. Show your boy some love one time. Hopefully, as I always say, the algorithms kick in. That's one of the things where, you know, having done this now for now about eight or so years and having watched the algorithms over time just basically just do no justice to people trying to get messages out it becomes somewhat discouraging because you can try as hard as you want, but you know, you're ultimately battling uphill against a computer program that is designed to make money for the entity at the expense of the parties using it, of course, but that's to be expected. So uh, that's why I'm you know excited to be working on some other things to eventually uh, not depend solely on this primary medium here as well as all our terms, but enough of that. I'll uh, inform you guys as we move forward, but always for those that are new, uh, as I mentioned, hit that thumbs up button one time, and then I'll do a little maintenance on my side here. Just make sure to remind people. Uh, hit, the, hit the bell notification if you want to get notified, as well as if you happen to come across this for the first time, hit that subscribe button, and hopefully you will uh, be able to join the community. And then also, down here below, social media tab, all the places you can find RTD, I encourage you to connect uh, on those platforms. Uh, they are some great services that basically just give creators a chance to diversify themselves so they're not just solely dependent upon Google, Alpha, YouTube, especially moving forward. Because my prediction or my thoughts would be that as economic conditions begin to con or continue rather to deteriorate, they're going to really be begin censoring messages, anything to do with finances, anything to do with pointing the blame back to the central cause of it, which happens to be the central banks and the collaboration with the governments, uh, it's going to be labeled as miss this, you know what I'm talking about. So they're going to start striking and deleting and, you know, so it's, they're going to make it real challenging. So best thing is to make sure you always stay connected here and, uh, you know, you never miss a beat, hopefully. All right. Let me acknowledge a couple of people. Then I'll get right into the top headlines and uh, keep moving. Uh, Niels says, buy silver and platinum. Solo, what's up, my friend? Vince Grant says, when does silver moon? Um, I, I wouldn't, you know, Vince, I wouldn't hold my breath about when it's going to moon. Um, I, I commented earlier on Twitter <laughs> uh, in reference to somebody just just concerned with the the narrative, feeling that I'm more one sided, you know, bashing crypto but all gold, and and so I just mentioned that, you know, I, I'm not anti 
digital assets because it serves its purpose. But just remember why it's here and what it's going to be for at the end. But then again, when it comes to metals, I don't really have to sell metals. I don't have to pump metals, push metals, other than just remind people what gold and silver has always been. And I got a couple articles here that's going to shine more light as to why it doesn't matter what's happening today or tomorrow or next year. You know, everything on the periodic table, it's 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 stable. It's constant. It's been here before us. It's going to be here after us, barring the Lord, you know, continues to tarry. But other than that, uh, you know, I wouldn't even think about gold, silver mooning, because once again, a currency, will, the, 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 the type of currency is priced in will change before we actually see the final, the grand finale uh, for gold and silver, in my opinion. So long rant, but short, short, short answer. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, we got, uh, let me see, Neil's World Solo. We got uh, Faith Parent checking in, JoJo, Johnny, uh, Simon as well. Says every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. 100%. Barlight Broker X. Okay, fair amount of people here, man, as always. Appreciate you. Pay me money bags. Uh, LBP in the building. Okay, so let's jump right into the primary subject of the night, man. And then also for those that had a chance to catch out the earlier uh, live stream, where I just uh, attempted to be of exhortation to my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, I definitely want to touch on that because outside the bad, there's a lot of good and it happens to do with something that's constant and that was here before us is going to be here after us and it's eternal and it happens to be the word of God. So I'm just going to start off with some good news just so I can get it out there and uh, hopefully further encourage people to uh, become more proactive and uh, handling the king's business, i.e. the kingdom uh, business that I've been referring to, but just real simple, real sweet. Uh, you know, it's my job to just continue to remind you guys. Uh, this is from Matthew five nineteen. It says, therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches those commandments or these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So you got least on one side, great on the other, or in referring to the kingdom of heaven. And both of them are teachers, but the one that's considered great actually practices what he's teaching. And so that's uh, just a little word out there for my people who don't mind sharing the gospel, but make sure that you're attempting to live uh, that gospel as well. If not, um, you know, it it, uh, does you no good and does those that are receiving that word no good either. But let's get into the nuts and bolts. So here we go right here. Primary story came out 749 Wall Street Journal. Uh, and of course, there's a paid version, so I had to go do some things on the back end <laughs> to uh, look, the, look at the archive page. But um, so this is just some possible developments, man. So, you know, it's been uh, shy of 48 hours, give or take, since Celsius decided to freeze things or about 48 hours as of now. And uh, of course, on Twitter, a lot of Celsians are concerned and they canceled the um, the uh, Twitter Twitter space that they usually do tonight or last night, tonight, I think today. And, it, you know, over the last week or two, I tuned into those things. And, you know, there's been a lot of pressure on Mashinsky, uh because of just concerns in reference to uh, how things have been trending ever since or primarily since the accredited investor uh, crackdown took place. And uh, I was actually listening to a call uh, and it was, man, it was, man, the, the community was going crazy. They were just cussing and fussing and this is before the freezing, you know what I'm saying? This is about the margin calls that happened a couple of weeks ago. So people weren't too happy, man. So I could just sense the attention and emotion that people uh, are fear- experiencing because of, you know, a lot of people put way more into this particular entity's possession 
than they could have ever afford to have lost. And sure enough, you know, based upon what I'm reading right here, it's going to be, you know, you, you might get something depending on how this shakes out. So anyway, let's talk about this. So it says uh, crypto lender Celsius hires a restructuring lawyers after account freeze. So Wall Street Journal. So once again, this is one of the things where take it for what it's worth. It might be factual or could be FUD because mind you, uh, what I mentioned earlier on a tweet was that let me actually share the tweet with you. Uh, don't mean to get sidetracked, but want to just make sure I uh, share with you information in real time based upon just my, my thoughts as they come. I try to get it out and uh, I wanted to do, 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 do me one second here. Let me go back here. Um, OK, so here here's my tweet from earlier. And I think it's relevant. And if you're in a Telegram and Discord, I think I put it there. But uh, just in response to the Coin Bureau, uh, basically just saying that uh, Celsius Network decided to increase the liquidity so that they wouldn't wouldn't run into a margin call on their Bitcoin holdings. And so uh, it says all eyes now on Celsius MakerDAO Vault. Thanks to numerous top ups, the liquidation price has been moved down to sixteen thousand eight hundred. So basically saying that as long as Bitcoin don't go below sixteen thousand eight hundred. What they have currently uh, collateralized would be good enough. So they're well in range to be able to sustain themselves. But, you know, this is just not a typical drawdown. This is an intended. This is a hit. This is a hit. This is what you call a, a precise and deliberate hit amongst many entities. Let me, give you, let me give you my two cents. We got the exchanges in collaboration with the banksters and with the regulators, in my opinion, this is I, I don't have no proof to validate this. I'm just giving you my suspicions. We got the exchanges, the banking institutions and the regulators working together to cause this major drastic drawdown so they can point the blame at Celsius. And what better escape go, I guess, to use to uh, destabilize things so that it causes a shakeout, pisses a lot of people off. There's lots of casualties of cryptocurrency losses so that the regulators can then come in because everybody who lose a dollar going to be crying to the government saying, Hey, protect us, get us our money back. And then Gary Gensler and all the banksters, they're all, you know, they're all the people who are part of the problem. They run the government. So they're going to come in and say, Hey, we need to step in and help you guys out, stabilize things. And so it it does. It's like, it's like (sighs) killing three birds with one stone. You take Celsius out of business because Alex Rosinski has been a threat to the to this current financial order by telling people to unbank themselves. You know, get out of your bank account. You earn one percent interest. Come over here and earn ten percent. Second thing is it causes a shakeout, which gives the banksters and the elite individuals, the big money players, a chance to buy on the cheap. So it's going to cause a lot of people to you know people who ain't been around for a while they're going to sail into this bear market. And as I mentioned last night, rant about the miners or whatever and the volatility volatility and exposure they have to other factors. So the banks and all that other stuff and issues they got to do with the shareholders and price earnings, yada, yada, whatever. So it's more pressure, more pressure could be more selling of crypto. You know, market cap right now is under a trillion. It's going to go lower. My prediction, uh, you know, 300 billion or less sounds fees feasible when the entire financial sector, when a legacy system come crashing down, they'll make it easier to, to see crypto really go bananas because, once again, it's just software like, you know, it doesn't really it's not even real. It's just software <laughs> on, on somebody's screen. But it, it, so it's expendable is what I'm saying. But then again, it's a buying opportunity for the big money players, the billionaires 
mind you, all these people are sitting on cash. I got some articles to point my point my case out here. And so that, you know, that's just three things that gives the entities, the banks a chance to get hold. So whole point where I shared was, uh, and I'll just put this out here. This is my re- thoughts when I share this. It said the banksters are trying to squeeze the life out of Celsius as payback for disrupting the financial investment model. Alex preached against the banks with his unbank yourself rhetoric for years. So five years, I remember listening to many speeches, him saying, you know, get out of the banks, cut your credit cards up, yada, yada. And so here we got the next part of this. It says now the crypto institutions, banks are collaborating against him. No matter what, this doesn't end well for retail, just institutions with unlimited capital. So the people who are sitting on Buku bucks, they're going to just buy stuff cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Then they're going to tell Jerome Powell, it's time to reverse course. It's time to uh, go ahead and cut back the spigot on, cut the spigot back on, and voila, all that transfer of wealth <laughs> into the hands of the banks in real time. They bags going to pump. Then the regulatory clarity would be a lot clearer because they're going to say retail investors, they you have to bank. You have to use a, a actual insurance provide a uh, uh, FDIC approved, whatever new crypto agency they're going to come out with approved bank or exchange. So exchanges are going to become banks and banks will become exchanges. They're going to work together. So you see the shakeout, squeeze them at the top, cause people to panic, come in on a cheap, buy everything up, pump the markets back up. And voila, the bankers in control a hundred percent. So just so you know, where it's all heading, thought I would give you a heads up. I uh, see that love offering. Let me acknowledge that real quick. Uh, appreciate you, Vince. It says, uh, let me see on my screen here. It says, uh, got a, man, I got too much stuff. It says, hey, Mike, with all the news of an official recession speeding up, uh, do you think a lot of institutional money will flow into the meadows? I don't, I can't see silver sideways, bear cycle continuing. I feel a breakthrough coming. Uh, Vince, uh, thanks for the love offering, man. Um, anything is possible. And so I, I had a tweet earlier. I had a tweet earlier that I have to highlight just because I want to uh, try to give a wide variety of opinion on things as it comes to me. But uh, based upon today's activity, when I was when I gave that tweet, it was earlier, and it was you know it was twenty dollars and ninety nine cents when I put a tweet out, and it was you know almost you know eighteen ten. And let me just share with you my my tweet real quick, Vince, uh, real sweet and simple because I think this shines more light on how we view the metals industry because i think we can you know we we tend to look at things based upon uh let me see we we tend to look at things based upon numbers and numbers at this current moment is an illusion and i reason i say it's an illusion is because numbers are whatever the manipulated entities are able to pull off with futures and options and all the trading, all that stuff creates the illusion of something of real world usage, whether it be metal, gold, silver, or even the, you know, the software stuff, cryptocurrencies, it gives us a price that then plays with our emotions to where we can get tired or get excited. Basically, if it's green, we get pumped. If it's red, we get sad. It's a, they're playing with us, man. So my point is, and this is what I put out there earlier, just as a, little side nugget for whoever I was talking to in this chat, but uh, the, I think I was referring to something about, no, I'll put this out early. So this just real quick and I'll get into more stories. It says this. So I was referring to 2094 took a screenshot of activity at, eh, what time was that? Eh, I don't know what time that was. 
uh, whatever time this was. I took a screenshot. This is early morning. And I put it out here and I was like, man, you know, this can go as low as they wanted to go. This is what I said. I said, this chart could go to all zeros or even negative across the board. Yet the actual amount of fiat paper notes required when you go to either sell or buy determines the real price. So because in order, you know, because physical silver is a hand to hand bullion a bullion dealer to dealer type of transaction when it's real in your hand it's a much different type of pricing than just what we look at at the screens because based upon oil two years ago it got to negative 38 so you know if you had a chance to go get not too many people had a chance to go buy a barrel 32 gallon barrel of oil for 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 free and then they give you 32 dollars to take it out of their warehouses nobody got a chance to do that so when it comes to metals they could take it to zero they can you know, I watch, you know, a couple of people out here talking about all the contracts they dump. They jump, you know, 100 million contracts and da, 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 whatever. They could take the price wherever they want because that is within their own SLV, GLD. It, you know, this really is a true indicator of their own their own products that they're selling and slanging amongst each, each other. But then again, there's more silver and gold leaving the vaults and LBMA and COMEX than any time that I can remember covering all this stuff right now. Let's us know that something's going on. And so long story short, it's going to be the whatever the price will be. It's going to be whatever it is you have to pay when you go to buy more or whatever it is when you look to sell. You will probably be able to determine a price that you'll be willing to let a bar go, a, a, a coin go. Or I said here. Um, it says, so the response was you go bugs always make excuses when paper gold derivatives goes down, says there's still a premium with spot go. Yes. you And then I said something else. So. No, this is a different tweet. Let me see here. So, yeah, I'll respond to this guy here. You know, but, you know, it's all love. But I forgot where, where my other response was. But uh, what was my response? Anyway, so I was talking about gold and silver. You know, in, in, in the real world, an ounce is going to be an ounce. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no matter what, an ounce will still buy you, depending on where it's at and what part of the world you're in. An ounce will still get you you know, five or 6,000 calories to put in your belly for two, three, four, five people, no doubt, wherever you go. You can't necessarily, you can't necessarily say that about software because not everybody knows, you know, cryptographic tokens, you know, the value of it and will they really trust it because you can't touch that. You can't feel that. You got to trust that, you know, that ledger is going to, you know, process the transaction within a timely manner, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, the recycling guy says one Bitcoin is one Bitcoin. Uh, the recycling guy. That's not true. That is not true. And I, you know, respectfully can tell you why that's not true, because not all Bitcoins are created equal. And the reason I say that is because in order for you to interact with this current financial system with a Bitcoin, it has to be clean. So there's two types of Bitcoins. There's tainted and there's clean. So just to show you, if your coin was a part of one of those heists, one of those ransomwares, those coins are tainted, meaning that they've been marked because that's how they can track back to the original source and things of that nature. So the Bitcoins is using these activities out here that the regulators deem illegal. Those are stained. And I'd imagine you wouldn't want to take a stained Bitcoin and put it in your stash and then go to Coinbase 
or go to any regulated exchange and try to cash out. Now, if you got a dirty Bitcoin and you decide to go with your homie and do your guy like that, give him a, a dirty coin and he give you paper. You know, what I'm saying like you know, there's people like that, but you know, that's that's putting your that's putting your people in harm's way. My point is, not all Bitcoin are the same. If it's a if it's a part of the public ledger, the 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 digital surveillance ledgers, then not all coins are the same. So, so use peer to peer. But right, so so recycling guy, just real quick. So if you know somehow some way you got a little discounted Bitcoin, somebody gave you the discount, gave you the plug. And you knew, you know what I'm saying, something went right with that coin. Mind you, only way you're gonna find out if it's clean or tainted is if when you try to cash it in, you're gonna get you have to do some some you have to reprove how you got that that coin or the Satoshi. But you know, would you would you would you willingly do your guy like that? Would you really would you willingly sell something tainted you know is dirty? You know what I'm saying? Like that's you know, that's that's that. But I'm gonna leave that alone. Anyway, I'm doing too much rambling. Let me get to the to the nut, to the nuts and bolts of what I'm talking about. So Let's get into this, this article real quick. Crypto Lindo sells his hires restructuring lawyers after account freezes. So this is what we got as of 749 tonight. Celsius LLC has hired restructuring attorneys from Akin, Gump, Strauss, Hoyer, and Field, LLP. That's, ooh, that's a lot of partners to advise on possible solutions for its mounting financial concerns. According to people familiar with the matter says last week. So told you to pause and withdraw swaps and transfers says Celsius is the first looking for possible financing options from investors, but it is also exploring other strategic alternatives, including a financial restructuring. One of the people familiar with the matter said, so once again, this is an unknown source. This could be FUD. This just piles on, Alex Mashinsky, who, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know the man from Adam and the moon, but you know, he's been doing this for quite some time, regardless of what my thoughts or processes is, you know, his, his, he's, he's, you know, he's very knowledgeable in being able to formulate companies and, you know, his business strategies. So I, as I mentioned before, who those, those just coming in, I'm saying that this is definitely a, a definite hit by the powers that be to shake him out because it helps them bring in the regulatory clarity a lot easier. It's a lot easier to get people to say, yes, please come in because I need to get some money back type of thing. So anyway, it just says here, it says the company managed $11.8 billion in assets as of May 17th, according to his website. It offers users annual percentage yields of 18.63 on crypto deposits. The company said it has 1.7 million users. So put yourself in a position of one of those 1.7 million users and you hear about this noise or this news, rather, of there being some restructuring, there being some type of litigation process, trying to unwind some of these things, trying to get some extra funds to you know be to be liquid again. It's just it's uncertain. It caused a lot of panic, I'm sure. And if you just go over on Twitter and you see the overall sentiment that comes from actually, let me pull some on the screen real quick because I was you know I'll stay try to stay plugged in a little bit of everything. Let me go to uh, so if you go to uh, for those that do keep eyes and ears out, let me just pull something up real quick and show you uh, what I'm talking about. Oops, let me go back here. And so I think this upcoming Friday at 1 p.m. when they do their uh, live AMA, it's going to be the most viewed AMA in YouTube history because <laughs> it's going to be all people pissed about how they were done, how they got, whatever. 
Okay, so here, so here's this tweet saying this was a couple hours ago. This was at uh, uh, two o'clock this afternoon. So CS Network is working around the clock. They're working around the clock for our community. It's 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 all hands on deck. So we're, there will be no Twitter space this week. And then let's go back to some more news feeds. Uh, let me see. It says Celsius is working quickly as possible and will share information as and when it becomes available. Acting in the interest of our community remains our top priority. So the question will be, will Alex Mashinsky, if things continue to go astray, will he be willing to sell off some of his assets to, you know, keep this company afloat? Because no matter what, if they unfreeze it, it's going to die because people are going to pull it as fast as they put it in there. And so would he be willing to ruin his name and his legacy and his business acumen for this company? We're going to find out. But once again, I don't think it, the community is is as important to him as his legacy and the things he wants to leave behind for his kids, kids, kids. So this company is going to go poof and depending on how the regulators or all that stuff, you know, fares out, it's going to be a lot of unhappy people. So I think about if there's 1.7 million people who have deposited funds in there, you got a good portion. I don't know the percentage, but a good portion. Cause they also have their criteria of Celsius token millionaires. So the top is like a top. It's like a chart of how many people who have been, been, been around from day one who have stuck it through and achieved the, you know, as they say, financial freedom uh, category. And that's another thing. Like they're preaching financial freedom through software. And that's where you know, things don't really make sense to me because in the same, and, that's, and, and this is how you can tell who's blowing smoke up your rear end as opposed to who's really keeping it real with you. If everybody only can sell you something positive about software and no negative, not willing to touch on the negatives, that lets you know that they have an ulterior motive. That means they're early investors. They got big bags they're trying to pump and they ha- are sponsored by somebody or some exchanges that allows them to get on here and just always speak positive. Even when it's, you know, the darkest hour, they still can find some good out of software. And on top of that distributed surveillance technology, like it's not like it's like they really promoting a freedom coin. Like the closest thing to freedom is something that where it's, it's invisible to all parties, meaning that it's the equivalent of a cash note. If I put out a hundred dollar bill and I put it on the table, that's how private it is. You don't know where it's at, what it's going to. That's what we need. So if you're not working towards something like that, then I really question your quest for freedom because if they can track, trace, and see everything, where do you really think you're going to go with that? Like, how far do you think you'll get? Because if your coin was bought from an exchange, they know where and how much it got. So, you know, and the same thing goes for silver and gold. You buy stuff online, tend to, you know, tend to, you know, you know, NSA can see everything in real time. They're looking at, they're looking at your entire screen right now. You know, they're looking at you, look at me, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's no privacy in this world, but at least pretend and fight for it, for whatever it is worth. But I'm going to keep going. Uh, Betrio says, Bitcoin is our best chance of freedom. And, you know, so once again, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I, I know I'm not 100% right. And I, I just prefer to choose a skeptical route than the, you know, this is what God has given me to free me when, you know, everything God gave me, I can show you, I can show you what we have been given. Now, the problem is when evil man or man from the evilness of their heart comes in and tries to manipulate things 
distort things, change things around, use it for profit and greed, then that's when things are changed. But everything God gave us is on this periodic table for our benefit. Now, what we've allowed business and corporate America and governments to do to it, that's a whole nother ballpark. And so these elements, these elements, including all the ones in this metallic area right here, copper, nickel, zinc, you know, all this stuff. It's a part of your life every day, all day. It was here before you. It's going to be here after you. The chemical composition speaks for itself. And so to me that I would rather have more confidence in being able to get back to something real that God gave me rather than something that Satoshi, Uncle Uncle Sam's cousin, were, wrote, Cody wrote. But that's just my little rant. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm all way off track. Forgive me, people. Let's get back on track. So let's get to some more stories. Um, so this was passed to me earlier. So shout out to David Morgan. He shot me this, as, you know, and uh, this is right on time. So this was before the 745 tweet. And so this is from Bitfinex. Whoever this person is, take of it what you made. This came out at noon and got 144 tweets. So it might be legit, might be fake news. Who knows? But we all know something's wrong because people can't get their money out. Celsius has negotiated a secret bailout package with Tether. Tether agrees to use their Tether's reserves to take the losses on their balance sheet and hope to make it up in trading boo-boo coins. Since nobody can see what their Tether holds, what Tether bag holders can't see can't hurt them. So it is what it is. But around the same time, for some reason, you know, some good news came out because Celsius did pump. Like it pumped like it was just like it just got bailed out. So when I saw this, I'm like, man, I'm like, this is this is going to be interesting. Then, of course, Celsius came down shortly thereafter. But uh, as you guys can see on the screen here, this is just information that's passed along. And I just try to be the messenger, pass it right on to you guys and let you process it, spit it out, chew it up, do what you got to do with it. OK, on to some good news. This is what I consider good news as well, because this gets back to my whole point about the periodic table and how you know these things are. They're here before us. They're going to be here after us as long as the Lord takes his time and, you know, coming back type of thing. So when you see stories like this, it just lets you know, like, you know, history, you know, just is a good indicator of what has been and what will be, what can't change. But people's perceptions, as well as what we're being told and taught, can distort things a little bit. Silver coin featuring famous Viking king unearthed in Hungary. A metal detectorist in Hungary has unearthed a tiny coin marked with the name of a famous king, Viking king, that was almost that was lost almost 1,000 years ago. So this little bitty piece of a metal from the earth was found in the earth after it was stamped coin with a king's image, and it was unearthed, and it looks like nothing. But the history and all the numismatic and all that other stuff behind it, this coin was probably worth a week's wage a thousand years ago or whenever it was coined. And it was literally probably something a day, a, a week's wage, a month's wage for somebody on a the ship. They lost it. It got buried. It's unearthed right now. And this coin could probably fetch you to say, it says the early Norwegian coin denominated as a pinning was not especially valuable at the time. It wasn't valuable at the time, even though it's made from silver and was worth the equivalent of around $20 in today's money. So $20 is to say, just, you know, depending on where it is, you know, it's, it's just say, you know, 
to us to watch this to us today, twenty dollars is like a half an hour or an hour worth of work. Go back a hundred years ago, twenty dollars was a week's wage. So go back a thousand years, twenty dollars could have been a month. You know what I'm saying? That's how I just go show how these digits really distorted our, our thought process and thinking that the bigger the number, the more you more value you have. Oh no, it's just because there's so much currency and supply, it's hard to do anything with the little bit you have. Anyway, so here's a coin. But I just thought this was interesting because once again, it just goes to show, you know, 10,046, 10,000, I'm sorry, 1,066, 1,000 King Harold Sigurdsson. So just, you know, this is just, it's good news. You know, just to find something, I bet you, the person who found that was hella excited because that's a million dollar coin right now. Treasure Hunters, alleged the FBI made off with civil, civil war era gold. So that's what, uh, 150, let me see, no, that's 160-ish, a little bit over 100, 160 years ago, gold, the FBI made off with. So it's still of value to somebody. So just think about this. Whatever you're sitting on now, go bury it. Tell your grandkids, 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 where it's at. You're going to do them some justice. They're going to be able to dig that up, and they'll have some value. Can't put computer code in the ground. You put a hard drive USB in the ground, it may not be there. And on top of that, yeah, I got more stuff. I just, you know, I like just like poking fun just for the sake of it. But here's a here's a site, the Freedom of Instrument. So here's a site here. So they're basically saying the FBI took their stash, so they want it back. Okay, keep it going. Okay, so this goes into how world's richest have lost 1.4 trillion in 2022 after rapid gains. But mind you, I did the I did the article and the video talking about how it wasn't by coincidence that all of the billionaires decided to cash out. Let me see if I can find it real quick, just for those who may not have been around, but you know, I like to have, I like to have uh, some proof <laughs> when I uh, talk about what I talk about, just to show you, and I can actually pull it up here because it might be of interest to somebody, but bear with me, you know, as always talk amongst yourselves. If you haven't already hit that thumbs up button, show support for your boy, your boy. Let me um, see if I can grab this real quick, just for the sake of having something to share. Uh, Give me one second here. I spelled it wrong. Uh, 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 uh. Give me one second here. I like to show this because, this was, uh, okay, well, maybe not. So I won't be the fine. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. But top top 50 billionaires, they cashed out. They sold some of their own equity in their own companies so they can get cash, so they can go in for the, when the fire sale is ready, they'll be, they'll be ready to go. Uh, Lord says, I lost 10 Bitcoin in credit to the same situation as Celsius a couple years ago. Really? 10 Bitcoin. So, so credit, so I'm not even familiar with credit, but Lord Hybrid, appreciate you, man, for that love offering. Uh, let me look up credit. So watch this. If we got anybody else in the community that happened to had any uh, any dealings with any of these entities, feel free to let us know. Uh, let me see here. Cred, crypto. I see cred, Bitcoin, cred, earn. Cred, Bitcoin. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. Is this cred here, Lord Hybrid? Is this 
crypto earning that isn't cryptic. Whatever this means, it's just I just typed in Craig. This is what Craig came up. So let me know if this is calculate your earning potential. Is this the Craig you're referring to? But uh, definitely, you know, any loss is a tragedy. But I just it's one of the things where we're because of the times we're in. There's no guarantees in anything, even the things you think you can't control. Was a lending platform, I think. It was a lending platform. Okay, even the things you think you own. You know, like, you know, that's where, you know, everything is sub. everything right now is subject to change. No matter how secure you think you are, it's all relative because any moment, anybody can just be shaken out of anything. And uh, it's just the way life goes. That's why it's better to put your trust and confidence in things that are eh, eternal. And that's why I talked about, you know, wherever your heart is, that's where your treasure will be also. What are you, what's your treasure? You know what I'm saying? What are you really, 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 really holding on to the means that much to you to wear. Think about this for my believers out there. And this is where, you know, I'm still trying to, I say all this, I talk all this stuff just because I'm, I'm stirring myself. I'm trying to remind myself, bring into remembrance these things on my part because I need it. But uh, if the Lord you know, needs you to let go of some things that are of value to you, are you in a position, are you mature enough to be able to let it go? Knowing that if he's asking you to let it go or demanding it of you, do is do you think it's yours? And if you do think it's yours, that's a hard lesson you're going to learn when you find out it's not. But then again, if you if you realize that it belongs to him because he is king and Lord, if that's what he is for you, then it already belongs to him and you have nothing to lose. So I think Miles Monroe mentioned that, you know, the best place you want to be in is you don't want to be the owner of nothing. You just want to have access to it. And that has stuck with me for years because I'm like, man, I like just as much as like, you know, home ownership and owning things come with maintenance and fees and taxes and i'm like i'm tired i want to own this i just want to use it you know what i'm saying like i'll let somebody else own it i just want to use it so anyway let's keep it going so my whole point in this was that you know not only has 1.4 been transferred but then again they already cashed out several billions so they're not you know they're you know elon musk is not hurting right now he's not hurting all the other billionaires they're not hurting they're waiting on a fire sale jeff bezos mark zuckerberg bernard champagne you know what I'm saying? They waiting on a fire sale. Yeah, you better believe that. Anyway, Coinbase lays off 18% of its workforce as executives prepare for. Oh, they 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 sell on a short. They just they trying to be nice by using this word. Because think about this. Guess what? You know, just to further iterate what the prior administration said, like, you know, if that Joe Biden gets elected, we're gonna have the worst depression that makes the Great Depression look small in comparison. And so far, you know, we seem to be on track. Because what, what 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 this president is currently saying, man, whew, Lord bless his soul. Boy, I tell you. And the thing, and I saw somebody earlier mention a comment, you know, you Americans, do you really think that's Joe Biden? I'm like, no, we know it's not Joe Biden. I don't know who the hell it is or what it is, but he's the primary person in front of a screen that's doing all the job on it. So anyways, keep it going. <sighs> all right. So let me see what else I got here. I, I may not have nothing else worth sharing. Let me open the phone lines. I've been ranting long enough. But uh, yeah, let's let's just talk a little bit. So I forgot to charge my battery, so might not get much out of this tonight. But we're gonna do the best we can. So feel free. Let's get these phone lines open. Uh, let me see. Let's get these phone lines open, and uh, let me make sure I did not forget uh, the super. I see that. Okay, okay. So yeah, we'll make sure I acknowledge that. Okay. So let's just talk for a little bit. Uh, you know my number. You know how to find me. You know where to reach me at. Let me put it on the screen here for those that may not know. And while you edit. 
Show your boy some love. Hit the thumbs up button. That's all I ask. I don't ask for much. I really don't ask for much. Show your love for your boy by just hitting the thumbs up one time. So, you know, I know some some people be out here begging. They be begging for thumbs up. I don't want to beg. So it's 89, it's 89 thumbs up right now and about 200 people on here. I know we can do better, people. As a community, I know we can do better. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hi, this is Joanne from Blue Island. Joanne from Blue Island. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm excellent. Where's Blue Island at? It's right outside Chicago. Okay, Blue Island. Okay, not too far. I, I don't never been to Blue Island, but what's on your mind tonight? I'm just calling to tell you that I enjoy your show. Well, thank you. Um, keep up the good good work. I don't have much to say. Just that I've been trying to call in for a long time, and I finally got through. So I just want to let you know that I am constantly following you so I, uh, I, I try to stay tuned to when you come on and try to catch all your shows so right. we well, appreciate you keep up the good work will do thank you for calling and sharing that appreciate you you're welcome bye-bye all right blue island i typed in blue island out of curiosity i got blue island bahama i'm like man they got they got <laughs> let me show you the first picture i saw when i typed in blue island this this boy said blue island i'm like I'm like, this ain't Chicago. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't seen that. No, nowhere near Chicago. Where, I, man, like that's where it's at. But anyway, I see Blue, Blue Island. I uh, appreciate you for calling in. Man, Blue Island. <laughs> Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve. People region nine. Steve, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Hey, everybody's getting in the uproar, chasing that air, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes with the territory, man. Yeah, the chase there. Um, you know, basically, oh man. <laughs> like you said, Mike, sometimes you just get you just get fired up. Mm-hmm. Uh, stick stick with the real stuff, guys. Yeah, that, that, that's what I would say. Yeah. Stick with the real stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, go out, go out and get your food and your 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 uh, you know your your, your toiletries and uh, all the rest of that type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the crypto thing gonna come and go or whatever mm-hmm. so I, I don't think people should be getting mad at you because you're just <laughs> telling them they're chasing air right because uh, <laughs> pretty much that's, pretty much that's what they're doing but but anyway uh, there's um uh smithfield foods is closing in california i think it's about 1800 workers or whatever mm. uh they'll be losing their jobs etc and they're not relocating somewhere else mm-hmm. they're closing it uh and, and i think it was one of the uh, i think it's the number one it was the number one food distributor for pork or something uh, in the u.s really uh the, those jobs aren't coming those jobs aren't coming back yeah uh, and i think they're i think they're owned by china now uh, now that i think about it yeah and i remember four three four years ago talking about how it 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 appeared that the U.S. allowed the acquisition of a lot of meat processing, a lot of land, a lot of commercial real estate by Asian investors. And of course, we know you know that whoever the investors are, whatever companies they are, they're loyal to their the CCP. So it's like basically says Xi Jinping came in and bought pretty much half the countries. That was a couple of years ago. So I know, as I mentioned before, all the manufacturing base around the Metro Detroit area is just vacant now. It's my suspicion that. All that belongs to 
you know, those same investors from Asia that's waiting on the reversal of everything and, you know, manufacturing of things here owned by Chinese investors. And yeah, so it's full circle, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also, uh, I sent you a video uh, about the longshoremen uh, or the port, the port in California. Uh-huh. Uh, Let me contract, contracts. Yeah. Contract, your contract issues. If you can throw that in the uh, in the queue there. Uh, apparently, it's contract time. So mm-hmm. none of this is by accident. Yeah. So it, it's very possible that at the end of June, that port, those those ports in Southern California may not even be running at all. Mm. At all. Uh, it, yeah. It, that you can see the, you can see the trouble that comes from that. Yeah. It's bad enough that they're slow. Imagine not running at all. Right. And, and I heard the, the contract situation is not going very well. Right. How uh, how convenient so how how convenient that those contracts are not going right at the same time they want things to shut down huh yeah exactly <laughs> and the last yeah and the last thing is too uh, from what I understand too I don't know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a lady but uh, uh, I guess there's going to be feminine products shortage mm. so ladies ladies need to go and get that stuff now and stock up right. Uh, don't want to be left without that. Right. 100%, uh, man. Whew. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Appreciate you, yeah, man. I know. Yeah, yeah, you see how that can go. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, for guys, there there is no political solution to spiritual matters. And right. what this is all about. Right. Coming to a head. So, you know, put your faith in Jesus. And uh, 100%. 100%. Hey, man. I appreciate you as always, Steve. Anyway, Thanks for calling in, man. Take care. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff, man. So here is a little article, Smith Foods Closing Plant in California. So, uh, yeah, less jobs and less food. No coincidence, people. All right, let's talk. Phone lines are open. Give me a call. And for those that are plugged in, hit the thumbs up button. Show your boys some love if you don't mind. Hello, caller. What's name we calling from? Pay me money, Bass. Colleen, Pay me money, money Bass. What's going on, boss? I'm going to ask you a question. If we were in Florida mm-hmm. and I owned a corporation mm-hmm. and you came and filled out the application to get hired, but in the application, it said in the midst of a hurricane and the power go off with the company, mm-hmm. you will not get paid and you will be immediately fired. Would you continue to apply for the job? Um, if, if, Dire circumstances required me to do so, yes. But if I was a person that had options, then of course not. What okay. you what you got, so, bro? What you know? What's going on? So I say that to say this: I don't, I don't feel sorry for nobody who lost their money on Celsius because they clearly said in their terms and the conditions, mm-hmm. in the event of a bankruptcy, <laughs> you ain't getting your cash back. Mm. The end. Right. Very true. <laughs> so. I tell people, stop hooting and hollering about what you did not read. (laughs) We keep screaming, do your due diligence on so many levels. Mm -hmm. And people don't do their due diligence. They sit up there and they listen to whoever they choose to listen to. Mm -hmm. When the terms and conditions come, they just look at the almighty dollar, what they're going to earn, what they're going to earn. 
Right. Like I said, they got me for a dollar. They can have it. My assets been off of there. <laughs> but I don't I don't have no remorse for people who can't read. When when you go and to the grocery store, you'll stand in the aisle and read the back of a can of green beans to see how much sodium is in it, but you won't read to see where your money going. <laughs> hey man, well <laughs> well said. <laughs> and that's all I got, Bob. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it, it is what it is. You know, it, it comes to the, you know, investing or more like speculating. First of all, you're speculating in an unknown, unproven, untested, like software or software as a service is what cryptographic tokens actually are because they're sold to us as solving a problem. And the primary problem they're attempting to solve is all the issues that we're experiencing with fiat currency and centrally controlled hands weaponized by governments so the solution to that problem was supposed to be openless trustless borderless payments and you know tracking fake verifiable in real time on the blockchain i can see the transaction to make sure it went through okay so just that alone it's untested like you know it's 13 years old it hasn't been through a, a, a severe recession nevertheless a depression and definitely not you know a debt jubilee slash you know, end of empire, fourth turning type of, you know, end of world type of situation that starts over again. So it, none of that is it's not really tested. So it, it's it's a gamble. But then again, a lot of people, man, are well beyond the point of like being sold that it is the one and true only way to financial freedom. And I let it be that way. I don't mind. I just want to make sure I give people another perspective. So and then that's the thing, the more I think about it, I get more than enough like criticism to throw out there just because can't nobody prove me wrong because as i just mentioned it's 13 years old so there's no real factual evidence to say that this is going to be around much longer and for me as i always say it's, it's become more than obvious as to how this is all a part of the illusion to distract us entice us excite us to steer us towards you know submission into the digital world but anyway um yeah Crypto was Lambo prior to 2017. Prior to 2017, when Lambo for crypto was the theme, after 2017-18, it became an institutional product. And I ain't heard nothing about Lambo since. Even though a lot of the OGs in the game, you know, got Bugattis and they live in Dubai now <laughs> and all that other stuff. Anyway, yeah, keep it going, man. Uh, what else we got? Here? So, feel, yeah, throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions. You know, we got tomorrow's going to be another interesting day. You know, like watch tomorrow, you know, 75, you know, you know, 50 basis points, whatever you, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I think about that. Like, uh, it's only one way out. That's down. It's just a matter of fast or slow. How do you want it? Fast or slow. They're going to try to stall as best they can. And believe me, everything is intentional. Nothing is by accident. But for those that might be new, we were told about this exact same time frame, as I like to say. 34 years ago, they told us that fiat would be burning or ultimately. So the Phoenix is sitting on debt. That's basically what it boils down to. Debt is burning. And they said, get ready for the world currency. Now, take your pick, whatever you want. You know, if it's XRP for you, if it's Stellar, if it's Algorand, if it's, you know, XDC, if it's Bitcoin, Litecoin, whatever it is for you, you were told well before we got here what to expect. Do you really think there's freedom at the end of that? They got a plan. Like this is everything is planned out. Like you got to think about this. 
because as Steve mentioned, we're this is a spiritual war. And if everything is spiritual, that means the enemy who's running all this has a plan as well. And the Bible makes it clear as to how the plan unfolds. You know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And the primary weapon is through deception. Being able to convince people that whatever it is that they're looking after or seeking after is worth sacrificing at all. And so it's just, you know, the cares of this world, the seedfulness of riches, the lust of other things makes the word of God, which is the greatest asset outside of your faith. Faith is a currency. The word of God is an asset. The greatest commodity in human existence happens to be the human soul. So if you look at it from that standpoint there, you know, and I'd love to refer to the kingdom because the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is a government, kingdom of heaven is a location. It has a structure, it has, a, it has an economy, it has a civil, soul, social, all that in, in it. And imagine just bringing that here on earth right now and seeing through the lens of a, of a kingdom citizen. And you'll be able to weed through a lot of the distractions and nonsense and focus on what really matters. You know what I'm saying? And as I say before, what matters most at the end of the day, and I, I read a book, I forgot the name of it, but it's about when people are on their deathbed, the last thing they think about when they're in hospice, the last thing they think about is money, whether or not they worked enough, <laughs> whether or not they, whatever things is that we consume ourselves with now, they can care less about that. They care about family, their friends, and the time they did or did not do what they were told to do in their heart. Because everything else is futile. <laughs> it's temporary. So having that perspective now uh, can do you can do people a lot of justice. Focus on handling the king's business and everything else to take care of itself. I'm a firm believer of that. All right. Um, let's keep it going, man. Um, what else we got here? What else we got here? So we about that 53 minute mark. Phone lines aren't ringing. So let me just close up uh, for those that are here, man. As always, I appreciate you. And uh, bless me with your presence. It's always good to be amongst like-minded people. You are a, you know, a, a, a you know, yeah, you guys, you know, mean a lot to me. So, you know, definitely I pray for the community, put like that. And hopefully you guys pray for each other as well, because we all we got. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get ready to close out, man. So I, I want to close out the way I started earlier segment with just talking about some good news because, you know, it's my job to. Bring to remembrance these things so that people are encouraged and fired up in their faith. And so, uh, as always, you know, just this little bit of scripture here, man, it speaks volumes. But, you know, for me personally, I'm assuming you guys might, you know, feel the same way. Whenever you get into the word, the word always evolves, meaning that you always get you can always get a fresh some fresh revelation from it. The Lord is able to bring out something completely new. And that's why you'll never fully be able to decipher and understand the scripture, because it's ever evolving in reference to your revelation that you receive. And like, man, I just, I love the gospel, the words written in red. And I'm not going down our road of saying, you know, the white man wrote it. I don't give a care. Believe me, it's too powerful for that. It's, you know, it's, it's greater than man's ability to whatever, but I'll leave you guys with this, man. So this is my challenge for you guys, especially for my believers tomorrow. There will be an opportunity for you to share some good news with somebody. And like this, every single day there's an opportunity to strike a conversation 
and and or engage somebody or do an act of kindness. And then if it, it starts a conversation, just somehow, some way mention it, you know, why you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be a blessing to you. Oh, why? You know, it's there's always opportunity to engage somebody. And I and I personally I love taking advantage of this opportunity because as I mentioned last night, this is this is what this excites me, man. This is the one of the better parts of my day, being able to share my faith and my world with other people. So real quick, he says, therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others. So this is in chapter five and this is the, you know, Beatitudes as they call it. But this, this is all, this is all teachings on how man at that time was interacting with the kingdom of God while on earth. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who hunger for the righteous. They'll be fed. Blessed and blessed, blessed the king. Beautiful. So anyway, therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly, setting aside the, these commandments and teaching, sharing your story. That's the, you know, that could be considered teaching will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches will be called great. Who wouldn't want to be called great? Like, you know, like, you know, what I'm saying like. <laughs> My goal is to be called great in that life, but not only then, but just right now to do what I know it takes to be called great in here in the hereafter. So long story short, you know, everybody gets a chance to share their faith, to share their belief, to share just something good God has done for you. And in doing so, you're working for the kingdom. You're literally putting in work because the harvest is ripe. You just need laborers. We got seven point some billion people on this earth of which two, maybe three million or how many ever call themselves Christians for whatever that for whatever that's worth. But then again, you wouldn't even know it. you walk right past them, you wouldn't even know it. You know, and another thing, just to go a little deeper, I was, you know, reading beyond this point here and I was, you know, I can go deeper, but it was just basically for just real quick talking about how. At some time, at some point, your maturity level should make you feel uncomfortable in this life because of the great, awesome promises that, you know, the Lord has given us through his word to where eventually you, you, we, I can say myself, sometimes I, you know, whatever, I feel like I don't fit in to the norms, like with all this craziness going on around me. I don't get down with none of this stuff, like the way that it's being pushed on our throat. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And then I remind myself, like, it's because the Lord is renewing me from the inside out. My mind is different than it was when I was younger, especially. So I literally feel like I don't fit in. Like, this is not, I'm glad, I'm glad that this is not all there is to who I am, because this is some craziness out here. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, for me personally, a sign of what the Lord has done within me is that level of uncomfortability where I just know where and where I swear and how I shouldn't get down. And that has come from basically the Lord letting me know that that's not for me. That's not for me. Focus on me and less on that stuff. You know, put your mind on things above, you know, all that type of stuff. And slowly but surely, you know what I'm saying? It just makes me feel it excites me more and more to be able to talk about things like this to where, because at the end of the day, this is all that matters. You know what you do for the Lord right now, because it, it, it echoes throughout eternity. Literally, I believe that. But I can rant forever. I'm not. Anyway, if you've enjoyed any of this, hit that thumbs up button and uh, show your support. Take this message and share it so other people can find out about it. Don't be stingy. Share the love. Anyway, uh, let's close out with a little bit of prayer. Let's lift up the king and just give him 
honor and glory for another opportunity to uh, acknowledge his name in the land of the free. We are still within the greatest land on this structure, whatever size it is. <laughs> I got a lot, I got so many things to talk about with that, man. But anyway, uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace. We thank you for your love that is a new every day. We thank you for just continuing to be faithful to finish what you started in each and every one of us, Father. We pray that everyone who's tuned in right now, that they grow to know you in a much more deeper and intimate way so that you can have your way through them in the earth because every single person right now is carrying something that's needed in this world right now as we speak. And Lord, I pray that you give them boldness and courage to be bold and to speak and to do and to act and to be great in the kingdom of heaven by preaching and teaching, living a life of righteousness, Father, being a light that shines bright in the midst of all this foolishness out here. And we ask it all in the name of Jesus, the King of glory. Man, thank you, Father. All right, people, that's all she wrote. It's been one hour. And I appreciate you you guys, man. Back at it tomorrow. Same time, same place. You know how we get down. Uh, Yeah, invite a friend. And uh, yeah, see you guys later. Shalom.